Hey there, and welcome back to Rival Reviews. Uh, hope you guys had a good week. Uh, sorry that this one's getting out a little late, but, you know, life gets in the way sometimes. Uh, this week is going to be kind of interesting. I'm going to kind of try and see if I can maybe, you know, more so get into the habit of going through the same kind of stuff, the same kind of format week by week. Um, first and foremost, I kind of wanted to just give a weekly wrap up of what I've been doing, at least anime wise, because that's why you're here and that's why you care. Uh, first and foremost, um, my buddy and I actually together watched uh, and pretty much almost caught up with, uh, free run from journey's end. Um, a little angry at myself that I did not start watching this, uh, last season at all because it's a great story. Uh, for those who haven't started watching it yet and maybe kind of want to get an idea of what, what it's all about. What I found kind of interesting about it is that it actually takes place, uh, it's a fantasy, uh, uh, anime that actually takes place after the hero and the hero's party has defeated the Demon King. And what I find interesting about this is that it follows the path of Freeren, who is an elf, and as we all know, in fantasy worlds and everything else like that elves can uh, elves tend to live longer than everybody else by you know thousands and thousands of years um and essentially what this does is that it actually starts in the first episode the journey ends and the hero from said hero's party actually passes away and basically what this uh anime tends to do is that it's now following that you know what happens to a journey that we have already seen the end of which I, I know kind of sounds weird to put it but it's interesting in the sense that you know most animes or stories that we read and, st or and watch and stuff like that um have this ending you know whole point of the story is to watch the adventure of the hero and his and his band of friends and everything else defeat the forces of evil and that's where the story ends um but this is actually what happens to the members that may you know live on longer so you know hero being a, a normal human and everything else like that passed away at a very old age and now we're almost kind of seeing the secondary adventure of this elf that was in this party uh who was the mage um not even you know the main hero or the one that everybody talks about is the hero just part of the hero's party and everything else and she's now on this other new adventure of basically retracing her steps and going through all of her past memories with and finding some new friends along the way and kind of how her feelings between the new party members and her old party members. And it's just, it's, it's, it's refreshing is the best way that I can put it is that it's very different. Um, again, I'm assuming probably for a lot of you, this is not new information. Uh, if it is, um, whether you're a sub watcher, dub watcher, it, it looks to be a simulcast. I'm obviously watching it in subbed, but um, I would honestly, especially if you are a fan of fantasy and are sick of watching maybe the same thing over and over again, I, I would honestly give it a watch because this, that I think that's what makes this the most interesting is that, it, you know, it takes all the 
norms of a genre that we all know and love and has been basically beaten to death at this point and actually makes it feel refreshing. Um, so that's why I, I very much recommend it. And, uh, I would love to hear your thoughts if, uh, you have anything else to say that I haven't already said. Um, kind of going back to that, obviously, uh, the other thing that everybody probably is following, um, who hasn't already is, uh, Soul Leveling Episode 2 that came out this week. Um, uh, again, fantastic. Obviously, a scene that we probably all have been waiting for has finally been animated and we got to watch it live and, uh, it was awesome and everything else like that. But, um, I've been seeing a lot of talk online and I'm going to say that I'm going to actually have to agree with a lot of the people's issues with it is that it seems more and more from these first two episodes that pacing is going to be very odd um it's looking like it's 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 taking and th again this could just be for the fact that we are at the very beginning of the series and everything else like that so they're trying to make sure that we have a very good foundation uh before we get truly into the story, that could very well be the case. Um, I do, like I said, I think a lot of people, just because so many people were looking forward to and, and waiting for this to finally get animated, that, you know, maybe it's just us being impatient. And uh, maybe we just need to hit the brakes a little bit, because, you know, just because we read it, Super fast doesn't mean it's going to be animated just as fast. Look at One Piece, for example. Can only imagine the people that had to suffer through weekly uh, Whole Cake Island and everything else like that. I can I can only imagine. Um, thankfully, it was all done and ready for me when I when I finally got to that point. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I would say that that's a lot of the stuff that I'm that I have read is that a lot of people are having issues with the pacing. Maybe we just have to be patient. Um, kind of what I wanted to touch on more so was not really anything else that I talked about last week. It was kind of the stuff that I actually ended up missing talking about because I wasn't actually fully aware of all the things that were actually getting released uh, this uh, season. What I found interesting about this is um, two things is that I noticed that there were a lot of ones that there were a lot of sequels of ones that I had already watched that I was not aware that was getting um, a sequel, as well as ones that uh, I've actually read um, to completion or I'm pretty much caught up on and and very much ahead to what uh, the first season is going to be covering, so I probably will not be watching it. Um, First, I want to give the shout-outs to the, the sequels that I missed last week. So, uh, Sikumichi uh, Moonlit Fantasy, um, for those who don't know what this one is. Essentially, uh, kind of uh, off the vibe of a uh, person gets isekai'd. And it, I find that this one very much uh, leans in towards the comedic aspect of the isekai genre. So, if you are a fan of, uh, you know, such ones like Black Company... Or uh, maybe even like kind of the silliness of uh, So I'm a Spider, So What, um, then maybe these might be for you. But essentially, just to give you a nice introduction, in the first season, basically the, the, the main hero, Tsukumichi, uh, gets summoned. Apparently, the goddess seems that he's not the traditional, popular, handsome-looking 
uh, isekai hero. So she essentially sends him off to the deep demon forest, basically, to just get straight up murdered. Um, and he ends up actually being able to converse with two of, like, the strongest, uh, I guess, guardians of said forest. And then he starts a harem with them. And uh, pretty much, I, I'm assuming you guys can fill in the blanks from there. Um, fun watch. Um, you know, especially if you have watched the first season. If you haven't watched the first season, maybe give the first season a watch before you add this to your watch list. Um, personally for me, didn't really do it for me in the first season. And plus I feel as if I already have a pretty healthy amount to watch already this season. So I'm probably not going to add it. Um, but it is a very good story. So at least in my opinion, it's one of those easy guys. If you like the comedy aspect of it, it will definitely fit that bill for you. Um, second one, which was, I found kind of interesting because we talked about the, um, sh the, sh the, resistant shield hero kicked out of the party one from last week. Um, we actually are getting a season two this season of, I decide to live a quiet life in the countryside. Um, Oh, sorry. Banished from heroes party. I decide to live a quiet life in the countryside. And, uh, again, this one, like I said, very, uh, it, <laughs> one of those titles that, you know, doesn't leave it being very mysterious in the way, in a way, uh, you know exactly what you're getting when you read the title. Um, so no mysteries here. Um, again, uh, this one, I think the first season was okay. I like the idea of like, you know, banish for the party party realizes, Oh, maybe they need him. This one takes a different turn in a sense that the hero that the hero's party that he was banished from, he wasn't banished by the hero. He was banished by a different member. Uh, I don't want to spoil too much, but uh, this does take a weird turn in the sense that the the hero, though they are involved, they're not really actually involved in a negative way, which I find in this kind of topsy-turvy strong member gets banished from Heroes Party uh, archetype. Usually the hero ends up being kind of the bad guy in a sense, uh, where in this one it, that's not the case. So that is definitely one interesting thing you can take from this one. So if you were looking forward to the sequel or if you haven't watched the first season, like I say about all sequels that come out, if you haven't watched the first season, give it a try. And if it fits the bill for you, then you can go ahead and add this uh, sequel that you might not have known uh, was coming out. Uh, last sequel that I kind of wanted to bring up, but um, again, I probably won't be watching is called uh, Bottom Tier Character Tomozaki. Uh, essentially, this is kind of more of a slice of life than a fantasy one, and watch the first season, essentially, the main character is a kind of loner guy, number one uh, player in basically what this world's Smash Brothers is. I can't remember what it's called in the anime, but it literally, it's what it is. It's, it's, it's Smash Brothers, and I guess he's the number one player in Japan. Um, and then he learns that the number two player in Japan is like a really popular girl from his school. And then the popular girl basically challenges him to essentially play the game of life and become a top player in real life instead of being a loner. And basically shenanigans ensue from there, you know, learns to traditionally how to just be a person <laughs> um, is the best way that I can put it. Um, kind of a weird, like, you know, change everything about yourself, but the changes you already had, I guess, inside yourself 
all along. Kind of like the whole uh, gimmick of Hawkgirl wearing glasses, takes off glasses. Oh my god, she's pretty. It's very, very reminiscent to that. I think he literally gets a haircut and everybody's like, whoa. So, uh, yeah, if, uh, like I said, it, it wasn't really my cup of tea, not to, not to mess on it because apparently it is really popular and obviously it was popular enough to get a sequel. So once again, if you want to watch it before you, there's a season one before the season two, um, the big ones that I was actually kind of interested in more talking about were the ones that I've read and I know will be good. So I, like I said, in, in, in a past episode, I find a lot of slice of life or, or like, you know, romance, uh, kind of fluffy pieces, stuff like that. Um, I don't really need them animated because I've read up to the story, either to completion or way further than the anime is even going to get. And there doesn't really, there isn't a really need for me to kind of watch what the, a story that I've already read. I find that slice of life and romance and stuff like that, that's not really necessary in, in turn to like, you know, like a shonen, like a, like an action, you want to see those animated fights. You you can't wait to see those animated fights where these ones aren't really going to have anything like that. Uh, first one that I definitely want to give it a shout out to is a sign of affection. Um, really cool premise, you know, nice little fluffy romance piece of a girl who is deaf and a guy that wants to get to, you know, know her as a person. You know, he's kind of more seasoned in the sense of life. Um, you know, he's a, he's a big world traveler. Um, he's had relationships before where she hasn't, and she kind of like opens up her world and it's a, you know, he was kind of bored because he had felt that he had done everything, but then learns that there is something, a whole new world that he didn't know anything about. Um, and again, it's in a good way. I know maybe my explanation isn't coming off as a positive thing, but it's very cute and it's very, what I find very cool. It was the first one that I had ever read where like, you know, the, the, the two characters weren't just straight up like, you know, just a traditional romance boy meets girl, every girl meets boy, whatever. Like it was like, you know, dealing with the real life, uh, you know, hardships that can come with somebody who, who is deaf and stuff like that. And, and, you know, it actually uses real sign language and, you know, the way that, you know, they communicate with other people and the relationships that they have and the way that they have to have the relationships and everything else like that. It's, it, it, it's the first one that I ever read that it was, it was, it had a very different sense of like things that could go wrong because of something that, you know, the main character has no control over. Um, so again, I am very much ahead of, I'm, uh, as of, of, I'm sure how far the anime is going to get, but if you aren't a reader and you're more of a watcher, absolutely watch it. It's a phenomenal story. And if you're a romance fan, it's one of my favorites personally. Um, another one I'm really excited for is, uh, Dr. Elise, the, the Royal Lady with a Lamp. Um, this actually, um, if you're a big Redditor, or anything else like that. I think this was voted actually Manwa of the Year. Um, it is complete, so if you do want to read and you want to read from start to finish, or maybe you want to watch it first and then you're like, ooh, I need more, the whole story's out, so you can get more. Um, essentially, this is a, an Atomi Isekai of somebody who was like 
the world's best surgeon in Japan um, gets reincarnated as a princess in like more of like a like you know way back when 16th century world and everything else like that where like you know the simple idea of washing your hands can help germs go away and stuff like that and she has all this knowledge from the Japan world um, and she has to face not only the fact of you know how can she take her 21st century knowledge and turn it into to something valuable in the 16th century kind of world that she lives in and not only that she then has to also deal with the fact that she's part of the royal family so you know she is supposed to you know get married off and you know women weren't supposed to work blah 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 it's like kind of like that nonsense that she also has to deal with so she has to like prove herself as 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 just as a person and a person that has these valuable assets like i said it's a very good read but uh, like i said if you're not a reader absolutely watch it and then like i said if you get hooked which i'm sure this anime probably will do for a lot of people the story is complete so you can read it to 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 uh to completion and like i said i i it got voted manwa of the year on the manwa reddit and everything else like that for a reason it is a very good read um and then kind of two other ones that i kind of wanted to bring up that are more so just kind of fluff more than anything else uh they're nice fluffy romances one is uh hokkaido gals are super adorable um the, the nice part about that one is that uh you know, it's uh, nice in the sense that, uh, it's just, like I said, it's just a fluffy piece. You know, girl is kind of more outspoken. Boy is very shy. They get together. Cute, 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 cute. Um, Tales of the Wedding Rings is the final one that I kind of want to talk about. That This one is going to be cool in the idea that it is kind of like... I guess it starts as a reverse isekai, and then an isekai, and then goes back to being a reverse isekai... Uh, like I said, it kind of jumps back and forth between, like, basically the main character meets the main female lead um, when she comes to the real world from this fantasy world, but then she has to go back to this fantasy world, and he follows her. And then that's where the bulk of the story happens. Um, so that's kind of cool in that sense. And like I said, it's not, like, crazy it's not probably not going to be crazy popular and it's not going to be like a crazy, like it's not as strong as the other ones that I've brought up. But again, if you're looking to fill your list and you're, you have time, I read it. It's, it's a good read. Um, but I would definitely put, uh, the other ones above, uh, reading this one first. Um, that's essentially all the, that I have found. Um, I think this is probably going to be the, the final one that at least in terms of anything that comes out, uh, this season, like obviously I'll, if anything crazy happens in episodes to come, I'll obviously talk about that. But I think, uh, I've, I've made sure to look through all of the stuff that is supposed to come out this winter season. And I think I've now finally caught up to my thoughts on all of that. Um, what I kind of wanted to bring up, obviously, like I do every time, is what I'm currently reading. Reason I want to make a big deal out of it this year, uh, this time, is uh, I'm really enjoying what I'm reading right now. Uh, I am almost done, and again, the nice part about it is that this one is also complete. So if you do want to take the time to read this one, um, and you're into a Tomi Isekai, or actually, I guess this one isn't a Tomi Isekai because it all takes place 
this is more of a like a, a regression story, I guess, more than anything. And again, the thing that makes it really cool is, um, you know, there's kind of uh, basically when they say villainous, they truly mean that she is a villainous, um, which I found really strong about this one. Um, and again, if you want like a really good, like petty, but also really, really good revenge story. Instead of like just being straight up murdery, she has to be like like kind of calculative and she has to be smart um and everything else like that. And she also gets to like, you know, use the knowledge that she got from before she regressed and everything else like that. And it kind of ties it all well together into this really, really I found really well done revenge story. So if you kind of like, you know, if you're uh, sick of your kind of fluffy stuff or anything else like that, I would uh, give it a shot. Um, so the, I, sorry, I was pulling up. So the question that I got, I only got one question, but I will say that uh, it was a really cool question. So uh, thank you for whoever sent it in. Um, what anime are you waiting? Uh, are you still waiting on a sequel for? Um, I think this one probably is on a lot of people's lists, lists so I'm just going to say it right now. No Game, No Life. You know, they teased us with this really cool world and really cool concept and then never came back. Um, that should be one that I actually maybe hunt down to see if I can read. Because, like, it's really good. And I would really like to know more about it. Um, but the one that I kind of wanted to bring up that I think a lot of people maybe wouldn't either agree with or maybe you know it's probably a lot less important on people's uh uh list than no game no life uh but i really enjoyed dead man wonderland um you know it came out with a fire opening theme and then also i thought had really cool fights and a really cool idea and everything else like that and then it kind of just disappeared off the face of the earth um and was never spoken about again um, I do think that it would be really cool, like I said, especially where it left off. It was a very cliffhanger ending, and then it, like, literally never came back. Um, so I think that would be a really cool one for it to come back. Um, yeah, so I think that would be my answer question. So, like, first, obviously, No Game, No Life. I feel like that really deserves it. And then Dead Man Wonderland would also be cool. Um, so that's all I had for this week. Uh, next week, um, I think it would be kind of interesting. Basically, I'm not sure, obviously... Um, if you're really big into anime and stuff like that, you'll notice that the uh, Crunchyroll uh, Anime Awards, the nominees, are getting released uh, later this week, actually. Um, so by next week's podcast, it'll be out, and I'll be able to give my opinions on that. Um, and I thought it'd be really cool to, you know, either, you know, give my say on all the categories. And I think what I'd like to do is just, you know, talk about the nominees and if I agree or disagree and who I think deserves the award out of the nominees. Um so like I said, that's uh, pretty much all I have for this week. Um, again, let me hear from you guys. That's what, that's my favorite part about doing all this. Honestly, my favorite part of any episode further from giving my opinion is being able to answer any of your questions or, or comments. Uh, I love it. I love reading it. And so keep them coming. Uh, so Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, RivalXReviews, Gmail, RivalXReviews at gmail.com. And yeah, I'm, I'm honestly open to answering anything on this topic or even past topics that I've brought up or 
you know, are you guys excited for um, the Crunchyroll Awards? Do you guys watch it every year? Who do you think are the strong contenders for this year? Um, let me know. Um, so, yeah, I'll uh, see you guys next week. Bye-bye.